Good evening, welcome to Left, Right and Centre. I'm Vishnu Shom on the programme tonight. Income tax officials search the BBC's Delhi and Mumbai offices. They seize phones and laptops weeks after a massive controversy over the UK national broadcaster's documentary on Prime Minister Narendra Modi and the sectarian riots in Gujarat in 2002. The taxmen sealed off the offices for a survey, that's what they called it, linked to alleged diversion of profits and irregularities in transfer pricing involving the BBC. The big question, first the documentary on Modi is blocked, now taxmen knock, is action against the BBC due process or is this in fact a witch hunt? Later on on the show, ahead of the elections in the Northeast, Amit Shah in an interview says there is realistically no competition for Modi in 2024. This and several other key points will be looking at what Amit Shah said and we'll be debating those remarks, but that's at half past the hour. But first, um, as far as the BBC is concerned, let's listen in to what the Information and Broadcasting Minister had to say. Income tax vibhag samay samay par jahan par अनियमितताएं पाई जाती हैं, वहाँ पर सर्वेस करता है, और जब ये सर्वे का काम पूरा होता है, तब वो अपना एक प्रेस नोट या प्रेस ब्रीफिंग करके जानकारी देते हैं। तो मुझे लगता है जब ये इनकम टैक्स विभाग का सर्वे पूरा होगा, वो जानकारी पूरी आपको डिटेल में दे देंगे। All right, well joining us now Nalini Singh in the studio with me, Lord Meghnath Desai, Sudesh Varma of the BJP with us as well, Adil Singh Boparai of the Congress and uh, Kamal Sibal, former Foreign Secretary of India. Um, Nalini, basic question over here, the timing, do you think it's a coincidence that these raids take place now just a couple of days after this documentary was blocked? No, of course not. <laughs> it's not a coincidence. That would be extremely naive and too generous to anybody or to be very weak-minded to say that. You know, I just want to ask you, Vishnu, when a foreign agency does a survey and says that our Honorable Prime Minister is the most popular and beloved leader it in the world. Well. Uh, well, then the BBC also carries it, but our All India Radio official mouthpiece makes it the lead, the lead news. Right. So I would like to just say that uh, when the Prime Minister says that criticism is actually nutrition for him, uh, Poshuk Ahar, mm -hmm. uh, that uh, so has the memo not reached. Uh, the information broadcasting minister, the BJP, etc. I'm just asking, uh, you know, just these facts because the prime minister says. So I would say it's certainly not. It is not a uh, coincidence. Today, as you and I are sitting here, yeah. individuals and companies are answering voluminous questions on FY financial year. 11, 12. Right. So that is what 11, 12 years ago. Right. What is the hurry? Even if the, and I, I have nothing to say, BBC must have, could have made a mistake in this transfer pricing because there are questions right. of credit, of loan, So, So that's, that's one issue, but the timing but, is not a coincidence. That's no, no, the, bottom the timing line. is certainly not right. a coincidence. Sudesh Varma, uh, would you like to respond? And, you know, it's, it's one thing to, to talk about the, the BBC, but let's look at what the Editors Guild of India has said, and let me quote, that they are deeply concerned about uh, IT surveys at the BBC office. Government agencies are being used to intimidate and harass press bodies, right? The IT surveys are in continuation of the government's misuse of agencies. So it's not just the BBC. This is the Editors Guild of India which says this. How would you reply? Vishnu, one can have an opinion, and that is the beauty of democracy. But the fact remains that to try to get to the timing and try to analyze the timing, are we saying that uh, the BBC is a holy cow, it cannot do anything wrong? 
the fact of the matter is that for the last one year, notices have been served to the BBC by the various authorities and the authorities thought it fit to investigate. So they're doing their survey about why something went wrong. The BBC here uh, in India operates as a trust. It takes money from various sources. So it has to account for the money. You know that Greenpeace had to leave India. They left India because... They could not digest the fact that we were asking them to account for the money they have taken and to obey the law of the land. Amnesty left India. Why? We did not ask them to leave because they didn't want to follow the, the, the constitution, the rule of law of this country. So if the BBC wants to do that, if the Congress feels very happy about, you know, uh, uh, trying to undermine its own institutions of bureaucracy, then I'm sorry that the Congress is not no, doing but the right. Ji, wait for, oh, wait I'm, the just, to come. I'm just asking you about what unveiled. journalists who are independent in this country, they represent the Editors Guild of India, have to say, they say that this is a trend that is happening which undermines constitutional democracy. We demand the rights of journalists are not undermined. This, these are voices Vishnu, from inside the country. Vishnu, and this is the sense that editors are getting. So again, Vishnu, how would you if reply? you allow me to respond, yeah, yeah. see, being an independent editor does not give you the authority to speak whatever you want and then the government will accept that. You see, I'm, I have no reason to bat for what the income tax department is doing. And they should come out clean in that. But to link it to, uh, say, the documentary on Mr. Modi or what the BBC has done is okay. not correct. The BBC has to follow the law of the land. Okay. And that's it. And we actually... So do you believe what, that these raids are... The do you believe these raids are okay? That these raids need to be done? No, no. Various, you see, whenever whenever a business house or, or a media house is raided, such kind of, uh, you know, tirade is uh, launched against the government. Why? Are we saying that media houses, despite doing something wrong, should not be raided? More than 10,000 of NGOs, they, they have been asked to account for the money they have received from uh, uh, foreign parts. So they have to account for that. There is no way. You have to follow okay, the law. Uh, of the okay, land. okay, got it. Doing something. Got if it. The government is doing something. Got it. Sudesh ji, half a sec. law. Then you can tell us, okay, why we are doing it. Okay, Sudesh ji, half a sec. I'll just like to point out the timing before uh, or the timeline before I go across to Adil Singh Boporai. Seventeenth of January, the documentary uh, is released. The India, the Modi question. Twentieth of January, it's blocked by India. First of January, there is a plea to ban the BBC entirely. It goes to the Supreme Court. Um, that's on the, th uh, uh, the, the plea is heard on the 3rd of February. On the 10th of February, the Hindu Sena plans to ban the BBC entirely. That, you know, that, that, that is dismissed by the Supreme Court, right, that plea. And on the 14th of February, these IT surveys take place. So, Adil Singh Boparai, do you believe it's all linked? Well, Vishnu, I think uh, it is time in this country that we should not be surprised by such high-handed tactics of the Bharatiya Janta Party. This is a repeat of their fascist playbook. And you and I and other citizens can keep on criticizing such fascist and high-handed tactics. But the fact of the matter is, this is water off, the, off a duck's back for the BJP. They are demolishing democracy in this country brick by brick. There is no institution left. They have emasculated almost every possible institution in this country. Democracy has become a shell. This is a charade which is going on. And I was surprised at the introductory uh, explanation by the INP minister. He's the same minister who made inflammatory and provocative speeches which led to the 2020 Delhi riots. The fact of the matter is the agencies like the ED, the IT, the CBI 
have become extensions of the Bharatiya Janata Party. This is a party which wants yes-men and absolute conformity. The opposition becomes anti-national. Civil society people, activists become enemies of the state. Journalists, well, they have all sorts of labels for them. So the point today is that they want to muzzle and silence dissent and a quest for accountability in this country. I really want an answer from the BJP. When will they be raiding Adani's? 10 lakh crore rupees of retail investors' public money has been lost because of stock manipulation and fraud. When will they be raiding the Adani's? Sudesh, would you want... The point is that your priorities are diluted. Would you like to answer that question? Vishnu, even after the best attempt by Adil to divert the issue, I would like to focus on the issue. You see, I have a question for Adil. Why did Mrs. Indira Gandhi ban the BBC for two years just for depicting India in a bad light? We have not done anything like that. We, the income tax is just searching, doing a survey. And they have a right to do so. It's the law of the land that should exist. And you should appreciate bureaucrats are not aligned to the BJP or the Congress. They're just doing their duty. So you should be happy about it. Isn't it rather than smiling and showing that as if, you know, a great thing, something wrong has happened and you trust the institution of the country, isn't it? You trust the judiciary. If something wrong happens, you always have other other forums of democracy to try your strength. Okay, one sec. Sudeshi, let him respond before I go to my other panelists. 30 seconds. That's all what I need. You know, it is all very well to hear the spiel from the BJP. But I just want to remind them that the shoe will be on the other foot. Nobody remains in power forever. Don't get this thought. Don't get this arrogance into your head. You will be voted out of power. All right. Come with okay, so that, that's a larger question. Perhaps that's something we'll, we'll debate later on. On this program, both of you half a second. Lord Bob Blackman with us as well, British MP. Uh, Lord uh, Bob Blackman, um, how do you see what is happening in India presently? Do you believe that this is an effort by the government uh, to sort of uh, trample all over the independent media, in this case the BBC, or do you believe that there's some justification in doing what they're doing? Well, I can't speak about any justification for why the uh, tax authorities are investigating uh, so-called allegations against sure. uh, the BBC. Um, it's quite right that if they've got questions to ask, then it's quite right that the BBC need to answer those questions in relation to the tax affairs of the individual employees. Uh, and I, I, this is a, a survey, this is a, an attempt, I think, by the tax authorities to regularise the position. I'm sure that the uh, documents will be provided, that cooperation will be provided by BPC employees, and the matter will be resolved very quickly. Um, but you, to tie in the absolute disgraceful um, documentary that was uh, broadcast on the BBC in the UK uh, with this is, I think, uh, wrong in principle. I mean, the reality is that that was a very shoddy piece of journalism, poorly researched, cast aspersions on both the Indian government and the Indian judicial system. And therefore, uh, it should have been far better thought out and indeed uh, made su uh, suggestions as to how modern India is and, of course, uh, contained allegations that were refuted by the Supreme Court back from 20 years ago on the Gujarat riots. So you shouldn't conflate the two issues at all. Do you believe India's reaction was uh, 
exaggerated, uh, asking for uh, this documentary to be banned in India, petitions being filed by some in the Supreme Court saying that the BBC needs to be thrown out of India. Uh, do you believe that, that that's a normal reaction in a uh, country which says that it has independent media? To a documentary which... I think the most important thing about information, which is new. Well, it didn't. What it did, what it did was to take some information, cast aspersions, uh, and without proper evidence, um, smears against uh, both the Prime Minister uh, and the Indian government. And to me, that is poor, shoddy journalism. What you should be doing as journalists is asking appropriate questions of of politicians and and those in positions of responsibility. No, but I'm asking about uh, and it's right that the they reaction, are, those questions are asked and In unanswered. India's reaction, is it exaggerated or not? But look, I, I, mean, I accept the point that you're making, and many have made it, no, the, that look, that there was shoddy journalism, the line of the documentary was wrong, this, that and the other. That's debatable, but be that as it may, do you believe India's reaction Well, I'm glad you accept that, and uh, I think that's right. No, I think, look, India's reaction is up to India. It's not for me as a UK politician to interfere in the... Uh, uh, affairs of India, far from it. Uh, what I am commenting on is the reaction from uh, the United Kingdom for what the BBC has done. And we have to remember that the BBC is not an arm of the UK government. It's a totally independent organisation, a broadcasting uh, organisation that broadcasts literally all over the world and is funded in order to provide factual information with solid evidence. Okay. And I'm afraid that documentary series uh, fell far short of that. Okay. Now, it's then for the government of India to decide what it does in, in relation to an external, remember, a foreign-owned uh, organisation wanting to broadcast what they've produced in India. I mean, that's a, a matter for the Indian government and the Indian authorities. Now, they've decided... Uh, what they wanted to do that, that, that basically and, 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 you, be and you believe that, that was disproportionate for not for me to comment okay all right no uh, it's not for me to comment all right um, I, I think you know the reality is the BBC should not have produced this uh, this propaganda in the first place Ambassador Sibyl um, the Congress party today said that the Modi government is scared of criticism they've condemned what they call intimidation tactics uh, and that this was something that the IT action they say reeks of desperation. How would you respond to that, sir? No, I th well, well, listen, I mean, uh, half, half that's second, up sir. to the uh, battle of ideas between... Sir, I'm asking Ambassador Kaval Sibyl. Uh, Ambassador Sibyl, go ahead, sir. Uh, let's, let's go to the basics. Firstly, the foreign press has no right to be in India. They need permission uh, from a foreign government and the permission can be given and the permission can be withdrawn. Uh, number two... Uh, governments have right even to expel uh, journalists, as has happened in the past, all over the world, including in India. So this is nothing exceptional. Thirdly, journalists, foreign journalists especially, cannot, must not interfere in the domestic politics of another country. And if they do, they are liable to be expelled, and the freedom of expression uh, right it cannot be invoked. In that regard, certainly journalists in India can invoke that right. They have full freedom of action. They can, if they like, as journalists, if they wish to, they can interfere in domestic politics as happens all the time on our TV channels. But foreign journalists cannot do that. And if they do that, they run the risk of expulsion. Okay. In this government has not expelled the BBC, but it has found that there are chinks 
in their uh, in their tax uh, accounts and they want to investigate that they have sent notices as i believe and they have done this raid uh, or survey or whatever it is and finally the timing i think the issue of timing is irrelevant government would have taken any step they wish to even the extreme step of expelling them but they haven't done that and they want to probe into what what has been a kind of a known practice in the bbc including in BBC in the UK of evasion of right. Ambassador, half a second. Nalini, would you like to respond? Firstly, does the BBC have the right to be critical of India? Yes. Uh, as Just as we have the right to be critical of the UK when it is doing, uh, when it does things which affect uh, Indians who are there or who are here adversely. Second question. Don't foreign journalists who live in the world's largest democracy or work in the world's largest democracy have the same democratic rights which Indian journalists have to criticize who we feel need to be criticized? Absolutely, 100%. And I would just say that this is an extraordinary uh, statement just now that we've heard, that a permission can be withdrawn for, um, you know, for, for some uh, channels or for some uh, media agencies that are going against. If you find a, you know, a bunch of uh, anti-India propagandists who are running an organization here, be sure that Indians will not watch them, Indians will not believe them. We, are, we still have brains over here, we still have hearts. But I would like to say one thing, that we are talking about Indira Gandhi and that she threw out and yeah. she did this and that and the other, banned BBC for two years. What did we do to Indira Gandhi? We threw her out. We threw the Congress party out. Why do we keep bringing this again and again? And ironically, what happened to the journalist, the BBC journalist that Indira Gandhi banned and, and got him to be extradited from India? Mark Tully. Right. Mark Tully settled in India, As in New Indian Delhi, citizen. a few kil kilometers from here. So I would just say that banning in today's or even saying we will withdraw permission or we will throw you out in this day of, uh, you know, uh, digital oh, world. Vishnu, and the prime minister is uh, so, uh, you know, is so au fait with the... Uh, half a second, world. Ambassador, I'll let you come in. Yeah, so go ahead. I would just say that this is something which is, uh, you know, which is really extraordinary. And also, uh, everybody knows that Nirmala Sitaramanji, the finance minister, has decriminalized income tax offenses, which means that she is now saying that except for the extremely heinous con uh, the, the offenses, that it is decriminalized. Okay. So why do you want to go and raid Ambassador Sibyl, you wanted to reply? Go ahead. Yeah. Look, I mean, why are we getting confused? The biggest democracies in the world, the United States and Europe, they have banned all Russian TV channels, all Russian media. What are they afraid of? But is that a standard we should be following? No. What do you mean? Why not? If you think we are a democracy, we are a better yes. democracy. But we are our own democracy. democracy. We are the democracy, democracy of any European Come country. Let's not delude ourselves. Let's not delude ourselves and use this as an opposite, use this as a tool against the government. The purpose of the BB documentary has been served to cause divisions not only in the UK, but also in India. And you see what the opposition is doing all across, standing up for the BBC and defending the BBC. This is exactly what the BBC wanted, to stoke communal passions in India. Oh. The BBC that, wanted to stoke communal passions in India. They're that empowered, sir. That's what they did with the, by, by the, no, no, but, 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 but you, you, you are ascribing a motive. The 2002, but, uh, but, but, but Ambassador Sibyl, you are ascribing a motive to the BBC, yeah. right, to stir communal passions in India. Yes, of course. So they made a documentary, a documentary to stir communal passion. They are that powerful an organization that they can stir communal passions in our country. And we yes. are so weak yes, a nation absolutely. that we can let yes. that happen. 
you've seen the latest uh, review uh, of counterterrorism review that the British government has done, openly saying that this is what's happening in the UK, that the Muslim communities are being egged on from propaganda from so Pakistan. So the BBC is egging on? Lobbies against India and against Hindus. Right. The BBC is part of that, sir. Because that's what you've just... Yes, said. BBC is part of an international cabal. It's not only... Right. Okay. Actually, okay. I, I just wanted to... It is the New York Times. It is the Economist. It is the Independent. It is the Open Foundation. All it right. is the DEM. It is the... All these... Uh, all right. Okay. No, you use the word cabal and, and you listed various organizations. Adil, would you like to reply to that? The BBC is part of a cabal that tra targets India. That's the point being mentioned. Well, I'm quite surprised that it's coming from somebody as erudite as Ambassador Sibyl. The fact of the matter is that the BJP wants a timid press. The BJP does not want a vibrant press. It wants a timid press. They want yes-men. They don't want criticism uh, of the government. And this is happening. I think, why are we surprised? I have said this ad nauseum. We've said this ad nauseum. Any person who criticizes this government, whether it's an Indian journalist, a foreign journalist, an opposition leader, a civil society activist, he's immediately labeled as an anti-national. This is exactly the fascist playbook. Create a sense that there is a foreign conspiracy against this country. Use that to, to browbeat and intimidate any person who's opposed to you. Why are we so surprised why all this is happening? And I'm sorry, uh, Kamal, Mr. Sibyl, the BJP is not India. Well, you are not browbeaten. Much more, India is much more than the BJP. But you are not browbeaten yourself. The manner in which you are speaking, are you browbeaten at all? You're talking about fascism. You're talking about. Please understand. Using the 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 government, and you're getting away with it. Nobody is nobody is punishing you for this. You have freedom. I don't want to speak over somebody. I don't want to speak over somebody as erudite as Ambassador Sibyl. But the fact of the matter today is. That this sends a bad message globally. This sends Look, a message a that insecure as a nation. This sends a, a message that the in the G20 year, you are browbeating international press. You go after civil society activists, you go after Indian journalists. Do I need to give you the umpteen examples how the government has gone after fact checkers, Mr. Sibyl? But is Let's this not delude ourselves to borrow an expression from your eloquent piece. Let but us not delude ourselves. Is, is this the subject of discussion today? But what happens to Indian journalists? We are not talking about that. I'm not. I'm not defending any action. No, I think this is a discussion about press freedoms in the country, sir. Respectfully, but I wanted to go across to Lord Meghnath Desai. Um, again, the, the the basic question: yes. Is it too much, Lord Meghnath Desai, for us to make a link that the timing is no coincidence? The timing on the raids on the BBC today, or the survey, call it whatever you like. Is it linked to the Modi documentary in your belief? Yes or no? Well, you know, some people will say yes, some people will say no. Let me put it this way. You know, BBC is not liked by the Conservative Party in the UK either. BBC is not liked in India. Now, in a sense, my view is that uh, a lot of fuss is being made about this. From, from one way, you could say there was a technical uh, breach of the income tax law. That is what the income tax department is saying. It's something about transfer pricing, okay? That may be so. That may be so. I don't know. Uh, and th th that will be so. Now, obviously, that becomes part of politics in India. And so one side says, Oh, this is terrible. 
other side says BBC is terrible and so on. I think, you know, let us, let us put things in perspective. This is not the end of press freedom in India, nor is the end of democracy in India. Okay. Indian democracy has survived Indira Gandhi's emergency, Indira Gandhi, and, and, and all sorts of other people have, have done things. So I think my, my point is very different. My point is that when India is hosting G20, Yes. These sorts of news is misinterpreted abroad. Okay. We leave it there. That's and an important point. That this I sort of news. And let, let, let me finish. Let me finish my sentence. For God's sake. Carry on, carry on, okay. sir, quickly, sir. Yes. All I was saying all I was saying was that I would have let this income tax allegation be investigated after G20 was over. Because okay. G20 is very important and you, you mustn't introduce small things like this in between because they may look big. Okay. Okay. Right? All right. One second. One second, sir. Let me go across. I want to basically... No, no, but, but Lord Meghnath Desai, respectfully, I need to ask my other panelists questions as well. So just bear with me, sir, as I try and do that. Um, Adil Boparai, is it your no sense... Problem. Uh, is no it your problem. sense, Adil, that, you know, there is a sense that uh, our government believes at this stage that, you know, it's not bound to listen to the BJP or the foreign media, uh, to, uh, to the BBC or to the foreign media, that it's not a question of brazening, uh, brazening it out against the BBC or foreign media, that we have arrived in a particular place in the world, India is seen as a global power, and therefore, we will do what we think works in our interests. This isn't about how we may or may not have treated the foreign media in the past. Is that the sense that you well, get should, about, about how leader, people think now? The leader, the, leader, the leader is exhibiting narcissism and he's exhibiting brazen arrogance. The BJP believes that they can get away with it electorally. And that's exactly the consideration yeah. when it goes around doing all this. Yeah. So therefore, on from your platform, on behalf of the Congress Party, I urge the citizens of this country that this government is eating into the vitals of our democracy. They have captured every institution. Watchdogs today, unfortunately, and forgive me for using this word, have become lapdogs. Watchdogs of democracy have become lapdogs. It is time that we take stock of this degeneration of our democratic traditions. It may be BBC today, but BBC is just one case. We've had citizens, Indian citizens, being treated in the most inhumane way for merely asking questions. Cases have been foisted. They've been arrested. Opposition leaders have been labeled as anti-national. Sorry, this is not democracy. I may disagree with Mr. Marma, but he, that does not make me an anti-national and vice versa. Let's not lose the tradition of debate in this country, let us not lose the tradition of democracy in this country. Governments come, governments go. Nobody remains in power okay. forever. Sudeshji, would you like Everyone to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sudeshji, would you like to reply to, to that? Chance to give an answer to what Adil is saying. You see, uh, you can't expect this. They will debate from the Congress. 
because all they have is abuses, rhetoric. You know, I would have loved that they would have come with some facts about, you know, BBC in a positive light. Because we are discussing, you asked a question, very pertinent question, that has it happened, timing and all that. I'll, I'll, I'll put another perspective before you. That did the BBC know? Did the BBC know that the Congress, that the, that the government was coming after it? Did the BBC know? That is why it came out with a, with a shoddy journalism, tried to present India in a very bad light. And the government did what it could because... So you are suggesting, sir, that the BBC the was trying to avenge to itself the against the they government of India, the knowing that there was, they were going Vishnu, to come against them. Vishnu, can I complete? So the issue is that you give the benefit of doubt to the BBC, but you are not giving the benefit of doubt to the officials who are doing a great job there. Let them come out with some facts rather than trying to, you know, uh, assign motives, political motives and not allow them to work. You're not doing justice to that. Let's wait for facts. Even the BBC is not saying what you are saying or what uh, uh, opponent panelists are saying. BBC is saying, fine, and that should be the way, isn't it? That is what Mr. Blackman, who came on your TV, just said. The BBC should, BBC should face it. There's no problem in that. If they, if they come clean, it's fine. The uh, authorities should explain, isn't it? Nalini? Well, the BBC faces a, a tax case of some sort or the other, presumably. Well, what I found a bit strange is that their journalists' cell phones were taken away, their laptops were taken away. Now, one way of looking at it is that, look, that's procedure. Right? That's the way these quote-unquote surveys take place. But when a journalist, editorial in their responsibilities, has their phone and laptop taken away... It's like the gun taken away from a jawan yes, exactly. at the border. I would just say, uh, Vishnu, that uh, quite amazing... I feel as if I have lost some credibility today when the Press Freedom Index ranking India is now 150th out of 180 countries. We are in the 30 worst countries. What happens after this? That is a question and uh, uh, Mr. Verma sir is saying, uh, say something positive about BBC. Uh, maybe it will just slip of the tongue, but let me say something positive. BBC today is investigating or reporting in detail allegations of financial uh, 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 collusion with Boris Johnson, the that time Prime Minister, by their own chairman of BBC. So every day they have a, a unit, a, a little news story on what happened today. Is that gentleman, Mr. Sharp or whoever he is, going to survive or not because of BBC's own reporting of its own uh, chairman of its board of trustees? So I would say an organization that goes so far Let's say that it did something, and I would definitely not, uh, uh, you know, put it beyond some uh, chartered accountants who <coughs> must be either British or Indian. I have no idea who have actually done something on the transfer pricing, which is on loan and on credit taken and on the the, the intangibles that you are offering and selling. It could have been, but I'm saying today we should now acknowledge that uh, you know our uh, that that somebody is trigger happy. And it is actually causing a whole lot of damage. N let me say about, to me as a journalist, to me as an Indian citizen, why will I not complain as an Indian citizen? That okay. don't do this uh, when, you are, when you are talking about an, organi when an organization has done some documentaries. BBC is not India. No. How many people would have, well, let's say the documentaries were seen by the entire country. The country is running. We are, you know, we are where we were. In fact, uh, Sudeshi, that's, that's the key point over here. Uh, you may have disagreed completely with the documentary. You may have raised questions and everybody, a lot of people have. But then are we not strong enough a country to actually let people actually see something like this, form their own opinions? Why get into this entire ban issue?
was it really necessary vishnu i disagree with the proposition that the survey is happening because of the documentary the documentary was filthy it could have created problems for people so it has been banned it was not based on facts so it has been banned that story ends there but the story of the bbc financial irregularities following the law of the land is continuing for the last one year they have got notices that is why i'm saying that is quite possible that the bbc knew it and came out with a documentary that tried to malign india say oh modi you are trying to do that you see this is what we can do to you but that doesn't matter you have to play by the rules if no, but sudesh ji do you believe once again if you have not followed that the bbc is the music sudesh ji can the bbc a media organization take on the prime minister of the world's largest no, democracy they have taken do you know who has come into power with a record margin on on several elections on the Vishnu, basis of a documentary i should not ask and should we as indians so, you know. feel so vulnerable in our own country sir no 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 vishnu nobody is vulnerable we are we are strong enough don't worry but the issue vishnu you are a senior journalist you know how the bbc operates it is a trust in india bbc world service is a trust in india isn't it it's like an ngo so it is taking funds you have to account for that fund isn't it you can't you can't hide behind the curtain of journalism say that you can do whatever you want and if that is the law you want then let us let us have the law that whatever you know anybody any anybody will start uh, they will open a newspaper or a media house or a website and nobody can test them you can do when whatever you want in this country is that go ahead when is adani getting raided adani can hide behind the mask of nationalism No, When that is, is a personal problem, uh, Adil. You sought with them. You were the one who promoted the money. Don't don't lie on television. Okay. Don't bring Adani and Amani's. Okay, you have you are the people who promoted them. Don't try to divert the issue. Companies. You know, don't try to change the goalposts. This is not allowed. The debate is on BBC. When the debate was on Adani, we came and debated, isn't it? No agencies only exist for those who criticize the government. What's the agencies, man? I can't help you. All right. Okay. Agencies don't exist okay. for stock manipulators. All right. No, okay. 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 All right. Let's. Answer is when is Gautam Adani getting raided? When I still ask them, why? Why are you asking me? You have a problem with Gautam Adani. Go and talk to them. Vishnu, when I go and talk to them. Very convenient. One second, Ambassador Sibal. Yeah, go ahead. In the last few weeks, France has banned RT France. Germany has banned has banned RT Germany. Are they less democracies than us? Uh, do they respect less freedom of expression? Why have they done that? Why have they done that? Why are we betting so much for BBC, as if th- this is the gold standard of journalism? But many suggest that they have been the gold standard of journalism. And, uh, you may have disagreed with this documentary or this if, series. If, 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 I would entirely agree with whatever is being said by the Congress spokesman. If the Indian journalists and the Indian press was being treated uh, badly by the government of India and suppressing. freedom of expression i have no quarrel with that but why are we betting for a foreign organization which is playing politics in this country and it's so clear from what the congress spokesman is saying that uh, that 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 strategy has succeeded okay so no, betting for okay let's try and get an answer sir BBC to attack the, attack the government and attack okay. uh, india uh, okay ambassador half a second let's get an answer to that anti democratic and all that precisely let's let's get an answer to betting. that why are we some of us um batting for the bbc which is a foreign organization oh, and we are indians we should we, stop we should stop doing that we because, should only bat for india because, and indian entities because we are indians we will bat for the truth 
wherever it is coming from and whether it is foreign lands or our own lands. We are capable of speaking the truth and of taking it on the chin when somebody criticizes us. And therefore, this whole thing about whether there is propaganda from outside, etc. We have thrown out propagandists. We have thrown out those who tried to, to, to uh, uh, gouge uh, the media. We, when when uh, Rajiv Gandhi wanted to have his bill, you remember that the entire, that time it was called the Rajpath, was full of journalists who said, we will not go on it until you withdraw it. And he withdrew the bill. Mrs. Gandhi, as I said, uh, met this end that, you know, we threw her out. Right. So I'm just saying, what is this extraordinary thing about what we are batting for? We, I'll tell you what we are batting for, and we will keep doing it, is the truth. And if it is coming today in forms which are which are not palatable to those in power, so be it. We are a democracy and we will, at least those of us of our age will die Democrats uh, in the so media. I hope that people of you uh, will also, we will always remain Democrats. Which means the Supreme Court was lying and the BBC is telling the truth about the riots. Come on. The Supreme Court was saying <laughs> that when they went on, to ban, when they, I, want to, I want to finish this, uh, when they went to say that ban uh, the BBC, throw it out, the, uh, the Supreme Court said that this is completely misconceived and threw out the petition. That is what the Supreme Court did. Well, the government hasn't taken a decision. The Supreme Court, why should, why should it get into this at all? Well, but, the, there because, was a petition but, before the, the Supreme Court. Petition. That's why they got into it, sir. There, there was, was no a petition before the Supreme Court seeking to eject the BBC from India. And they said nothing doing. Yeah, but that was not the government taking the action. So, so why it is a petition by you somebody asking, else. You're talking about Supreme yeah, Court. But you are talking about the Supreme Court, sir. An unnecessary Supreme Court is interfering in the executive. There was no need to hear this petition and make remarks because government hasn't taken a decision like that. There's a problem now that is happening in this country. What, people going to court is a problem, sir? And the, and on the Supreme Court accepting all kinds of petitions. Oh. Which, which have no legs at all. Unnecessarily wasting the time of the Supreme Court itself. In, in many cases, this PIL thing is just getting too far. All right. Look, let's leave it over there. Let's hope the law of the land continues. And let's hope that there are judges in this country who give justice uh, the truthful answer, the truthful justice. Leave it at that. I'd like to thank you all very much for joining us. Um, is the timing uh, coincidental or is it not coincidental? One way or the other, the BBC, one of the largest media organizations in the world, a group which is reported here for several decades, you may agree with their journalism, disagree fundamentally with their journalism, but the question remains, the raids which were conducted today, call them surveys or whatever, is it not linked to the Modi documentary which was blocked in India? The timing, that's what we've been looking at.